0: Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture, with me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners, and welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. I do probably sound quite happy today, but inside I am not happy. And that is because this is the second time I have recorded this episode. I recorded it. I tried to record it yesterday and it was going fine. And right after I stopped recording, the file corrupted and it was lost. I was very disappointed. But it's okay. I'm going to be positive and I am going to plan to make this second round two better than the first one so I know what was wrong the first time and now it's going to be even better. So we've got that. But anyway, I hope you're doing well. Welcome back to another Saturday episode. If you are not familiar, on Saturdays, it's kind of like a little bonus episode. We do twice a month here at Level Up English, and I react to something online. In the past, I've done reactions on language learning hacks. What else have I done? I... Can't remember right now off the top of my head. But anyway, today we're reacting to how to be organized. How to be organized in life. Maybe we'll relate it a little bit to language learning as well. So I'm going to go over some useful tips, but also some not so good tips, perhaps, in my opinion. I'll give my honest opinion on each piece of advice. And yeah, being organized is something that I love to do. I feel like I'm a very organised person and maybe you can relate to me or maybe you can learn from me. Let's see. Hopefully you'll be one of those today. (laughs) But I do want to ask for your feedback though. Let me know what you think of these Saturday episodes because they're still fairly new and I'm still deciding whether I should keep doing them or whether I should put more work into just doing one episode a week or maybe change this bonus episode. I'm not quite sure at the moment. We'll see how things go. But you know, I like to change things when it comes to the end of the year. So when it comes to January 2023, I may change some things. We'll see. But I like to spend that time planning and doing something different in the future. We'll just see how it goes anyway let's get right into it let's get right into it so I'm looking at actually an article on Cosmopolitan which I don't know much about it but I guess it's like the demographic which means the target audience I feel like they're more like middle-aged women perhaps but I don't know much about it I'm going to skip some of them and go to some ones that seem interesting So the first one I want to comment on is to write it down. That's one of their tips. Write it down. So let me read what they put here. They said, I make a list in the morning, most days, of all the things I want to achieve. It keeps me on track and feeling productive every time I get to cross off an item. So this phrase here, keep me on track. That means it keeps me up to date. The opposite of keep on track would be to fall behind, to not do enough work. You're able to keep up with your work, basically. And yeah, the second part here is I also have a list of things that need to be restocked in the house. So for example, when we are running low on toilet paper, I can add it to my list and you know I don't have to think about it. Is basically what they said. And I think this is a great tip. I would change it a little bit though. I would say, even better than writing a list in the morning, why not write it the day before? Because personally, I don't think it's very nice to wake up in the morning and go, hmm, what should I do today? You know, you're still tired, you're still thinking about things in a groggy, tired mind. I think it's much better to before you go to sleep think about what you want to get done the following day and write a list that works really well for me anyway. Let me know what you guys think, but I like that i, I so I woke up to this morning and I knew I was going to record this podcast again. I have things I know i'm gonna do, and I can relax because I just go through my list and I just trust that the past version of Michael, knew what he was on about. So I think that's good. Write things down. I suppose the idea here is outsourcing. So if you outsource something, that is when you get someone or something else to do the work for you. Usually you pay someone to do work for you. If you don't like cleaning your house, you can outsource your cleaning by paying a cleaner to do it for you. I love outsourcing my thinking to my notes. I am a huge fan of using my notes app on my phone. I use it all the time. And the main reason I do that is so I don't have to remember everything. I also use reminders on my phone as well. So when it's someone's birthday, when I have to do some work event, when I have a dentist appointment, my phone tells me about it. And I don't have to keep it in mind and worry about it. So I think outsourcing little to-do list tasks to my phone has made a huge difference in my peace of mind, I would say. But the other tip they have here is know what works for you. And I think that follows on nicely from this first one because it's going to be different for everyone. This person said... They religiously buy a diary, but they give up on it by February. So if you religiously do something, that means you do something almost like it's a religion, right? Like you do it really seriously and you never fail to do it. Like it's with full enthusiasm, but this person gives up. So they always buy a diary where they can write down their plans, but they never keep it. And now they have started using their phone calendar and they change things by color. I do that as well, for example. I use Google Calendar and when I have an English lesson, I have two colors, right? Red color means this lesson has been prepared for and it's ready to go. If the color is blue, that means I need to, I need to plan for this lesson. It's not ready to go. I need to prepare some materials. So that Color coding really helps me stay organized. And yeah, I think for some people like my parents, writing down on paper with like a paper calendar will be a good thing to do. But for someone like me, I, I hate paper. So it's all digital, it's, it's digital calendar, digital notes. And the best thing about that for me is that it syncs between my computer and my phone. So I like to write my shopping list. On my computer, and it magically appears on my phone. So I can look at my phone while I'm in the supermarket. Something like that. It's it's amazing. So write things down, but also know what works for you because everyone is different. One other thing they talk about on this list is to have one tidy haven. One tidy haven. Now, this word haven, it means kind of like a special place, a place that is safe, that you can go to relax, a place of safety. So, one tidy haven, this is like. Let let me just read a bit of what they said. So, they said, no one is immaculate enough to keep everywhere spotless and tidy all of the time. To be immaculate, this word is to be perfect and tidy and clean. If you say, well, if you want to compliment someone's house, you can say, wow, your house looks immaculate. It looks so clean. How do you do it? I know it's a bit difficult because I am a fairly young man who doesn't have children and it might be different for other people, but I can, I think it, can be possible to have everywhere tidy all the time. But then again, I also don't have a big house. If you have a big house and five children, then yeah, it might be hard, but I like to keep things tidy. But they said, even if you cannot keep everything tidy, keep at least one space in your life clutter free. Clutter just means like mess, untidy things like papers and clothes and pens and pencils. This is clutter. Try to keep one space clutter-free, having no mess. This person said they use their desk. I would also say desk is a good one, either desk or bedroom or both, because it's going to really affect your productivity and maybe also your sleep if we're talking about the bedroom. So keep your desk tidy. Even if your whole house is messy, one place that's tidy where you can go and relax and notice how you feel. I think if you really pay attention to your your body and you walk into a tidy room compared to a messy room, it really does feel different if you're really sensitive to that difference. So maybe that's going to even motivate you to clean more as well. I, I like that tip. Another tip they had here is clean your kitchen every evening. I am fully on board with this tip. I really support it. I feel like a lot of people do not do this because it's so easy to say, "Ah, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll go to bed. But it's so horrible waking up in the morning and having a pile of dirty dishes and food that's going to be impossible to scrub off the plates. It's not a nice feeling. Conversely, imagine coming down in the morning. Your kitchen has a nice sparkly cleanness to it. Your sink is shiny and clean. It's such a great feeling. So I always go to bed with the kitchen perfect. The sink has been cleaned and shiny. And for me, that is a great feeling. But, you know, we're all different. It may not work for you, but I think you know, you're going to clean it sometime anyway, why not clean it in the evening rather than the morning? I think it's better for most people. Let me go to two points on their list that I actually somewhat disagree with. So one is invest in storage. I suppose that can be a good idea, but basically they're saying buy some boxes so you can put things away. You know where to look. I, I I kind of agree. I think boxes can help if you've got stuff to organise. Get some boxes and put them in. Rather than having one big box of everything, have boxes for each category, right? Like, here's a box for my cables. Here's a box for papers or something like that. The only... Part of this I disagree with is I feel like people often invest in storage as a way to hide the fact that they're kind of hoarding things. To hoard, this word hoard is kind of like to collect everything. It's someone who doesn't like to get rid of anything. So we have this word a minimalist. This is someone who doesn't like to have many things. They're very, very simple in the way that they live. A hoarder is the opposite. They keep everything. And if you go into a hoarder's house, there'll be papers everywhere, old newspapers and boxes and dirty clothes. It's crazy if you go into a hoarder's house. And I think very often people will buy more storage when really they should be asking themselves, do I even need to keep this? Like people are storing things that they don't even really want if they're they're honest with themselves. So I would say question one, do I want to keep this? If so, if yes, then you buy storage. That's my caveat, my opinion. They also mention here about folders. Get some folders to keep all your papers. A folder is something like this. See, a folder. If you're looking at the video version, I guess it can help. I've recently got one folder for some documents I need to keep. But for the most part, I like to be digital. I think having all these papers in folders, it's just too much. So I try not to have any papers in my life. I think digital could be much, much nicer. If we go over to Reddit now... Love this website, Reddit. It's an online forum, and I'm now in Ask Reddit, which is a subreddit on the website. And someone here asked the question What's your best tip you can give to a chaotic person? Chaotic is the adjective for the noun chaos, which is kind of like extreme disorganization and everything's going wrong. Destruction, basically. The top comment is one that I have been living by for many years. And I've mentioned it before in my life hack episode, I believe. And this is if something takes less than one minute to do, do it now. I think that's the best thing you can do. I always find myself not wanting to do this. Like when I take off my jumper, I sometimes just throw it on the bed. Yeah, that's fine. And then I stop and think, wait, I remember the rule, folding my jumper will take about five seconds, 10 seconds. So I just go back, fold it, put it on the side, not on the bed, and it's done. And that way I don't have a huge pile of clothes at the end of the day. This honestly changed my life, this rule. So if there's one thing you take away from this episode, maybe, maybe it can be this one that you can do things if it takes less than a minute. Right. What else have we got here? Hmm. The other person here says write it down. Just like I said before, if it's a list, your schedule, even your feelings or your goals, write everything down, whether that is on paper or on computer or phone, I think that's great. Here is a really good tip, actually. I guess it's kind of related to being organised. And this is, well, I suppose it's more of a productivity tip than anything. But this is try not lying down or sitting down until you get something done. So... For example, if you just get home from work or, or school, you can put your things down, but do not sit on your sofa. Do not lie on your bed until you do the things you need to do. because those little things really do add up, but you need to have self-discipline. And I I think that's a great idea. Sometimes I do it for exercise, right? I think I'm planning to do a workout exercise, but okay, I just sit down on my laptop to rest because I just came back from a walk. But honestly, it would be much, much better if I just did my exercise right away and not rest. Because resting, I'm I'm wasting so much time and I'm trying really to delay the inevitable. Inevitable means something is going to happen. I'm trying to delay what is going to happen, really. Okay, here's a nice tip that we can relate to language learning a bit now. And this is if you wait until you feel like doing it it will never get done get up and push yourself i really believe that this is a muscle you have to practice working this desire to push yourself and try harder it's a muscle so don't wait until you feel motivated don't wait until you have the energy to do something do it right now right this second and I'm not saying I'm good at this because I will often delay things I don't like. One example is when I have to call someone on the phone. I really hate it. I hate calling people on the phone. I don't know why. So I delay it. I delay it. And then I think, you know, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I don't care if I'm not in the mood. I'm just going to call them. And then for the rest of the day, I will feel much better about it. So that's what I usually do. And I try my best to just do it without thinking. It's like jumping into the pool. It's The more you think about it, the scarier it becomes. You know, just do it, right? Just do it. But I'm going to probably leave it there for now. I think there's lots of tips here. I recommend if you want some more ideas, have a look at the post on Reddit. If you type in how to be organised, there's some great pieces of advice there. But I would also love to hear your ideas. So let me know, first of all, what is your number one tip for being organised? Let me know on the comments of this episode. Number two, let me know what you struggle with organising. Is there anything in your life that you really find difficult to stay organised with? Whether that's language learning or something more general in life. Let me know. You can send your comments on the podcast show notes page, which will be levelupenglish.school/podcast196. That's today's episode, and leave a comment at the bottom of the page. I would love to hear from you. But okay, I think I'll leave it there today. So thank you for listening, or thank you for watching if you are on YouTube. Let me know as well. I think this might be one of the first episodes I've done this. I've got a new intro for my YouTube video of the podcast. So let me know if you like the intro or not, but haven't quite decided yet. But anyway, thank you again and I will see you next time. Goodbye. Have a great weekend. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.